Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, people? Welcome to another episode of Fuck Your Feelings. I'm your host, Brunson. Got the homies on the line, Smitty and B. Hicks, all the way in Virginia. What's up, fellas? What up? All right, all right, all right. All right what up, what up, what up? How y'all niggas doing? Shit, spit that shit out. I'm good. That ain't no fucking answer. No, nah, I'm just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but that's true. So, uh, since I got the answer second, I'm okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm okay. Uh, Are you choking? <laughs> briefly. Not, not, not on some, like, how you be dying and some of the other shit that we be doing, but, like, yeah, I'm okay. Uh, it's, this is the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. My favorite holiday. To this before I, Thursday. I know. Shout out to all the people, all the fat people out there that love this holiday. And you happy, niggas out here on Christmas. Happy Black Friday to all the people that care about that. Happy living to everyone else. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. Is what I would go with. Uh, better than I was last week. Better than I was the week before. Well, that's all we can ask for. All right, so fellas, I ain't gonna hold y'all up. Let's jump right into this. First things first, I freaks all the honeys, bunnies, Playboy bunnies, those one money. Hey, all right, so what we're gonna talk about is uh, Colin Kaepernick and the debacle, or I won't call it debacle, but the proposed workout and or workout he did have, and just the responses that regards to it not so much as him as a football player or whatever he's doing today but just everything that has fallen out in the week in some odd days since the uh the infamous workout at atlanta uh, facilities that got switched to a high school in the kuta kente shirt so uh brandon i'm gonna start it off with you just tell me some of the things what has bothered you the most and what has interest you the most in regards to what had what came out of that workout um, with Colin Kaepernick? You on you on mute. You on, you on mute. Hello. Yeah, there we go. All right. So we've addressed this on previous shows. I guess what I want to speak on is we've talked about how do people receive their media? How do people receive their news? Uh, I, I've stated that I get a lot of stuff from my Facebook feed. And then after that, I kind of try to go find references or sources or whatever to go to. Um, what I saw is there's backlash, from, uh, particularly against Stephen A. Smith, who's a journalist who appears on uh, ESPN's first take, and he used to write for, I think, the Philadelphia Inquirer or something else. But um, you say, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so there was a huge backlash against Stephen A. Smith to the point where Terrell Owens, the former 49ers, Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Buffalo Bills, who else did he play for? Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver. 
I don't know what you're looking at, Smitty, but you're looking at it. Uh, he had that backlash and straight up said that Max Kellerman, who's a noted boxing uh, analyst or person that does commentary on boxing, particularly on HBO or Showtime, I believe HBO, I used to watch it, that T.O. Terrell said that Max Kellerman was blacker than Stephen A. Smith. Mm-hmm. And then I saw on my Facebook feed, people was like, oh, wait a second. That's kind of disrespectful. Stephen A. Smith is essentially a pillar in the black community. And I uh, Okay. No, yes. Well, I may think so, but I, he's not the first person I've heard that expressed that same opinion in regards to Stephen A. Smith. Right. So I don't always agree with what he's saying, but I think particularly it addresses the personnel that at least are on today's cast, you, myself, uh, you, Brunson, and Smitty, we don't always agree. Uh, I brought up pre-production something that Smitty said, and then I asked the question about whether or not it was like the collective black, uh, black community, because not one person speaks for all of us. Stephen A. Smith don't speak for all of us, but for me to hear somebody like Tara Owens criticize Stephen A. Smith when Tara Owens, you know, he did his bullshit show on, I think it was uh, some VH1 or something like that with Chad Ochocinco. Mm-hmm. I don't take him seriously, whereas as volatile and incendiary, I think I said that right, as Stephen A. Smith may or may not be, He's a pillar in the black community to me because he's been doing it since he's been doing it way before probably even I was born. I don't even know how old Stephen A. Smith is, but like for someone to question whether or not that man is black or not, and without defining what's black and what's not, is to me wrong. And I see somebody on somebody else's Facebook feed say, hey, that was straight up disrespectful. Like black uh, Max Kellerman I have one thing where he's like on the side of the quote unquote black opinion. But come on, don't come at me like that about Stephen A. Smith and don't even slander his name in regards to Max Kellerman as in representing the people. And that's where I'm going to end my long diatribe monologue or whatever this was on it. <laughs> the little creep. Uh, Smitty, what are your thoughts? So, my thoughts is I have to agree with Brandon that certain whoa, 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 certain whoa, 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 whoa. hold up, black. Yeah, I, I heard it too. He agreed with me. What the fuck? This is two weeks in a row. You motherfuckers have agreed. <laughs> What's up with that? Maybe there is a black voice. Fuck that. Uh, a, a is Pan African voice, and B, I need this shit. You two toenail Mike motherfuckers. Hold up. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeffrey Alexander Howard, black. I'm sorry. Pan African is. We agree. Fuck him. <laughs> um. I think I think at the end of the day, right? Everybody like 
there's some there's somebody for everybody, right? So regardless of like if he, you know, if if people don't think he speaks for uh, a broader audience or he doesn't speak for uh, uh, the audience that they follow, he still speaks for an audience, <laughs> you know, and he has umpteen number of followers. He has people listening to him. So at the end of the day, I mean, it, it's what it is, you know, like I just, if everybody has their, their thing, I just think it's, if you choose not to follow him, you're going to follow somebody else. And so. So, but what do you feel about this notion of you being black enough or, and or a white person being blacker than you because you different in opinion in regards to the masses of your of your of your I guess I want to say race, but if you if you disagree with the masses of your race, like what what are your what are your feelings in regards to that? So um first off I don't think I don't think anybody can can white or other can speak for for um black people right you know <laughs> so you know you are an outsider looking in right you can't you can't speak for you can't speak for the internals you 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 can't do that you know just like we can't speak for them so I can't. I'm gonna have to go to the show. Fuck them. Fuck their opinions. You know. I can speak for the white people. I got eight percent uh, Scandinavian in me, so I can speak for the white people. Eight <laughs> percent. Irish. I want to be ass up. Hey, hey, you saying that now? You saying that now? But listen, I'm trying to get the gun. They're gonna, they're gonna have me in there. I don't know what you new niggas talking about. Y'all better follow masses. I mean, uh, the white people order. <laughs> okay, let me stop. Let me be serious. Um, and thank y'all for your opinion in regards. So I always find it cringeworthy, or like just I just cringe when I ever hear a black person tell another black person, especially in public. That you're not acting black enough, or that someone is acting blacker than you, it it is it's just like it irks the shit out of me. Hey, can I interrupt I you for a second? Go ahead, go ahead. Can you address the part that you just said about in public? In public, and where in the view of multiple individuals, telling somebody that they're not black enough is just sickening to me. Now, I'm Isn't not, this what Obama was talking about with the woke community? With the woke community? Uh, but see, he was, he was really, basically saying that. Well, but but see, here's the thing: like, it is what he's saying in a sense, and that was episode ten that we discussed that. But he did say that in, in a sense, but like at the same time, it's like the majority of black people, while they disagree with his stance on Colin Kaepernick. It seems to me that they were like, okay, wait a minute, T.O., that's going really too far, right? And then Black Twitter got involved, and, you know, black people on social media are, like, some of the most creative. So now Max Kellerman got Cartier's on. He got, like, a tan. He got a goatee chin strap. He got a fade with the two and the three with the one on the top. Like, 
you know, he, he, you know, all of a sudden now he's black. He can come to the barbecue, and it's just like I get, like you know, like Brandon, like you said, like he argued a point, and on this topic he was arguing the point for a black man in uh, mass media and culture. But at the same time, like you said, Smitty, he's not black. He can't argue for black people or understand the nuances of what black people go through. And therefore, I mean, I appreciate what he's saying, but, you know, to down a man who has won countless awards, who gotten, I don't know how many people there start at ESPN, one of the largest sports networks in the world, and who argues it stands up for people and just in the prime uh, a good role model example for the community to have this person be vilified and said you weren't black enough or somebody who has lacked melanin in their skin is more um, more representation of a, of the culture than you. I just that's just sickening. Hey, just like, hey, hey, so. I, I want to do a quick interrupt on that one. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to my oldest brother, Craig Cornell Hicks Jr. And addressing what you just said, Courtney, that so my brother used to work at this uh, auto, this auto shop. He was a mechanic. And one of the guys there used to say stupid shit to him like, oh, uh, I do blank. So therefore, I'm more black than you. And this guy was white. My brother's obviously black. And my brother was looking at him like, what? Or uh, my brother and I also talked about, like, he went to a dealership. And what would happen is someone would come out to sell him a car. And they'd be like, hey, wait a second. This guy's black. So then they'd be like, hey, man, do you want, like, spinning rims on your shit? And that's fucked up. And I see you shaking your head, Courtney. Brunson and like it is. <laughs> yes, that's the bullshit. We get limited to like, oh well, you know, hey that motherfucker over there, he coming to a college ship, car dealership, he's probably gonna be on some X to the Z shit and he's gonna be like, I want a fucking mixing table in my trunk and some other bullshit. Or, you know, that guy at my brother's job that was talking about like I'm blocking the you because I feel this way. And so to relate this to Max Kellerman, it's like, yeah, he may have a viewpoint or maybe he was just pandering to the audience at the time, but he's not us. And we come in different shades, but we also come with different cultures, different perspectives, and then it don't take nothing away from the black experience. If you grew up in the hood and you hood and you can only represent for the hood, you on some uh, PD, uh, what's his name from, uh, is it Speak to Me? The the movie that with Don Cheeto and she would tell the edge of four and you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like some people grew up in the hood and you hood. And then some people grew up in the places that's not so hood. You know, maybe you grew up outside of the city in Detroit. You know, I grew up in Metro Detroit. I grew up in technically the suburbs, right? So somebody might look at me and be like, oh, you're not as hood as I am. Yeah, and I'll co-sign that all day long as an adult. I'm not as hood as you. But does that mean I'm any less black? Hell no. Like, it's black people everywhere. It's some black person that 
went to some private school and he went through some shit that I ain't go through, that Smitty ain't go through, that Bronson ain't go through, or whoever, like, uh, what was it, Jeff went to Bishop Borges uh, private school or whatever. It's different parts of the spectrum that we all go with. Uh, Smitty, you got something to say on this? Or is that just your own mental machinations? We've been talking about this stuff for too long. <laughs> well, no, no, but is that what is that what that was? That's, that, that, that's what that's what that means. Like we need to move on. Like oh, don't go. worry about up, what B. I'm doing on this on the thing. Like wrap it like, up, B. Let, let me let me let, let me address this right now, Brandon. Don't don't stop interrupting. Like when stuff happens on the screen, people can't see that. You just need to go with it, right? So like stop interrupting the conversation. Just go with it, like. Like, so anybody that was going to do this by Skype, so I can see the reactions from Smitty, or I can see the reactions from... They Parker. can't, though. Yeah, and I, that's why I'm telling them. Smitty just hit the wrap it up box B on me, and that's all he had to add to it. Go ahead. <laughs> that's what he did, right? He hit the wrap it up box, and then now he just wrapped himself up. Yeah, that's what it was. It was wrap it up. <laughs> Fine. Wrap it up. But I, I felt like that was the subject. If you got something to say on it, say something on it. And I had something to say something on it, so I fucking did. But I'll take the wrap it up box. We on a time schedule and other people got shit to do. Oh shit. It's hot in here. Oh fuck. Don't nobody take off no clothes. I don't make no promise. It's my show. I tell you, you want to show me a little nip? I'll show you a little nip. But you got to pay me for it. I got stupid loan debt. <laughs> I'm a private dancer, a dancer for money. I'm glad you didn't take a snapshot of that, Smitty. All right, so, yeah. In, in the short, you can't speak for black people if you white. But you can speak to help black people if you white. True. Yes. So, moving right along onto some other fuck shit. We're going to talk about your boy, Jesse Smoulet. He back in the news. Well, okay, let me rephrase it. He back in Chicago news. <laughs> no, he was Chicago. Juicy smooth. Juicy, juicy smooth, yeah. Juicy smooth. Yeah, he's back, he's back in Chicago news because this time, if you hadn't heard, the city of Chicago was trying to open up the case again against Juicy Smoulet and the, the fuck shit he did about a year ago now, is it? Or close to a year ago, where he was allegedly attacked in downtown Chicago in negative 14 degree weather, going to get a meatball marinara sub from Subway. <laughs> so, uh, it was closed case and now it's being brought back up because the city of Chicago felt like it was mishandled, that he should have been brought on charges for filing a false report. 
Um, as well, the prosecutor or the DA who is currently running for DA again, um, just she stated that she messed that case up, that you know, she's apologizing. So Jesse was like, yeah, no, I'm not having that. So he's suing the city of Chicago for malicious per- persecution. And this cycle just keeps going on. The shit should end. But, you know, Smitty, I'm going to let you start this off. Because at one episode, I think it was episode two or three, you wanted to be called Juicy Smoulet. So Juicy, Juicy! Smoulet, <laughs> Juicy Smoulet, please introduce yourself in this malicious persecution. So let me let me address this. Listen, I we can't we can't go around letting cities um, false falsely accuse us of things that they know they know not to be true, right? So I just want to take a stand for everybody who's been uh, maliciously prosecuted by the city of Chicago and. Let them know that we're not going to take this. We're not going to take this shit sitting down. Where um, you live in Chicago? Where I live at in Chicago? When is, have you is, lived in Chicago? I'm speaking for Juicy Smouye. Juice! <laughs> this so, is not Smitty. This is Juicy Smouye. <laughs> so, in the words... Wait, hold on, hold on. In the words of... Uh, uh, that that, that video went around... About seven years ago, in regards using the famous next two close beat. Why the fuck you lying? Why the fuck you lying? Mm, oh my god. Stop your fucking lying. Like, but like seriously. So but seriously, uh I don't I don't. I don't necessarily for for all the black people out there. I think that we know that he set this up, right? Let's just let's just call it what it is. He set this up. He actually needs to sit down. This is the same thing that OJ should have did. Once you get off for some shit, oh. don't don't throw no shit up again. You know what I'm saying? Be quiet. Sit in the back and shut the fuck up. Now you gonna now you gonna bring up now the fact is that you can't be. You can't be brought up against this again. It is the only way you can do this. But don't sh- sit down. Like if you get away, like for example, Snoop Dogg got away from murder. He ain't you ain't Snoop Dogg having having lunch with with Martha with uh, Martha Stewart and shit. You you gotta he learned like I can't be doing this because I can't go up against a trial again. So sit your ass down and take your win. If you won, take your win. Be quiet. Do some movies. Make some fucked up music and sit down. Don't sit up here and try to uh, try to overdo it because you believe you believe you want to believe your lie. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I have to I have to give it to him. We have all been in situations where we have we have we have tried to play that lie out as far as we can. You know what I'm saying? You just be you just be like, you know what? I'm already I'm already down that path, so I got to keep going. And but when you won, when you won from your lie. You need to stop. If you got away with it, you don't keep bringing that shit up for your mama to get that belt on your ass. You just keep you keep it quiet. Your mama let you get away with it. You're like, no, I ain't do that. And she let, she let it go. You like, you like, do I bring it back up? You remember that time I did that? You don't never say that shit again because you got away with it. You don't you once you get away with it, you don't bring that shit back up. <clears throat> I mean, 
you know, one of my favorite quotes that I don't know who said it, and maybe I made the shit up, but lie, lie some more, and even in the face of truth, keep fucking lying because what you gonna believe, me or your lying eyes? So I say that to say, I mean, Jesse got to keep it going. Oh, I'm sorry, Juicy, Juicy got to keep it going. I mean, cause he out here now. So what are you gonna do? What's your What's your thoughts, Brandon? Why you always lying? Uh, Why you uh, always lying? Mm, oh my God! Stop your fucking lying! Hey, so shout out to RL and all the other motherfuckers in next. Uh, if he was lying, he was lying. I can't stand motherfuckers that be lying about shit that they ain't got to lie about. That whole episode or fiasco and all that other bullshit is just a pockmark on us. And I don't technically or often like to speak in the collective about people, black people, whoever, us. I'm saying it now as the collective. Why can't that motherfucker go somewhere and sit down and shut the hell up? All right. I never watched Empire. My mama, my sister, they watch Empire. They like it. I don't watch this shit. All right. It's not for me. I'm not the audience. Why the hell do I even have to spend time talking about Juicy or Jussie or whatever the fuck his name is? Tell him that I think his sister is nice. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> wherever she at, I don't remember if Journey is married or not, but if she ain't, What's up? And that's all I got to say on Juicy, Justin, whatever the fuck that motherfucker's name is, and his time on Empire as a guest star or a supporting actor or the star or whatever. Because also Taraji, what's up? And that's it. Uh, so I think this is some fuck shit. I'm with Smitty. Why you keep bringing this bullshit back up? I get they put your name out there, but until it's to a point where you got to argue for yourself, just let sleeping dogs lie, man. Remember, you was the man that came out and said, I'm the fucking gay Tupac. The gay Tupac ain't supposed to bring this shit. You supposed to ride the What? Oh, yeah. He said he was the gay Tupac. The gay Tupac? What the fuck does that even mean? I, I don't know, but I, I'm I and shout out to the uh, LGBTQ uh, community. We support y'all, and you know behind y'all one hundred and all your endeavors, and we want y'all to have equal rights, just like us Pan Africans. Um, <laughs> so moving on to our next. Hey, wait, wait, wait! Let's uh give a special shout out to them Qs that don't know what the fuck they are, as has been addressed by. Way more wise people than myself, specifically Dave Chappelle. Hey man, if if you don't know if you want to suck a dick or get some ass from a woman or not, that's on you, man. I like women, and there's nothing wrong with you not liking women. I guess. <laughs> and I'm in there. The views and opinion expressed by uh, Mr. Hicks is not that of the Fuck Your Feelings podcast and then the Fuck Your Feelings podcast. Shout out to all the straight people. The Fuck Your Feelings podcast also does not 
represent that view as well because we support all, we love all. And Why this- can't we shout out straight people? If we can shout out the LGBTQs, we can shout out the straight people too. And hey, oh. go out there and do what you're doing. Procreation is the lifeblood of life. So moving before we move on, I'm also going to shout out Revolt and Puff Daddy because we still waiting for our call. Um, I think take this that, is big. Take that. You know. Um, also to Spotify too, if y'all want to give us a call and um, help us pay these student loans. I mean, I mean, give us a shout out there to uh, you know reach people. We can. Uh, so our next topic is going to be a little bit on a serious note. Um, of course, uh, this is just sad to hear and see. We are now at another school shooting for the year. Um, so I just seen the article today in CNN um, that just stated that in 46 weeks this year, there have been a total of 45 school shootings. And this comes on the heels of uh, about a week ago now, the school shooting that took place in, uh, I believe it was an elementary school in California where two children was killed. And someone, you know, I'm looking at it right now as a fact check, but uh, it's just happening quite often uh, to the point where I feel some people out in the world are just getting desensitized to it and the push is not being, you know, made for a change. Um, Brandon, I'm going to have you start us off here. Like, just just tell me your thoughts in regards to this um, just senseless mass shooting, just another one. Hey, so I, I'll take the jump off just because we spoke about how desensitized I have become to this. Uh, it's tragic when people's lives are lost earlier than they should be. I wish that everyone could die from natural causes. Uh, beyond that, I'm going to actually pass it back to Smitty on this one. And I hope that all the people that have lost their lives or the lives of lo- loved ones understand that we feel their pain in ways that we can feel, but not the same as they feel because I haven't lost anyone yet, hopefully, to a school shooting. Smitty? So, I'm not desensitized to the mass the mass violence in America, right? I think that the things that I, I think it's just that it's just reverse, right? Like in the nineties, we had, we had this, we went to school with this, right? We went to school with metal detectors. I don't know about I, some of us who went to inner city schools, I would say had to go through metal detectors. So I remember going to school through a metal detector every morning, <laughs> like, and, and, and didn't think anything about it. Like didn't even phase me that I didn't like, I was going through a metal detector to get into school. Like I was, I, was, I, I was never have to go through a metal detector. Um, and so just the, and so, but there was, there was been, we, I, I had to lay on the floor and lay in my basement because of, uh, of mass, mass shootings, um, in inner cities all across America, right? We had to do that. So the fact is that now it's affecting the quote unquote, uh, white America, um, they did everybody wants to everybody wants to take a whole a whole different approach to it and 
and nobody wanted to do anything in it when they, they were they were letting guns like they were letting guns be made that were specifically made for killing inner city youth. You know what I'm saying? A Tech Nine, a Uzi. Like you, you think about that, right? Like, what were you gonna do with it? What 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 legal purpose you gonna use a Uzi for? Or Tech Nine, right? What was the purpose? And it took it took the government almost 20 years to figure that out. Like before they before they before they outlawed um extended clips and things like that, right? So um the the so the fact is that this thing is happening. Um, I think it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a reverse, right? It's like Black America looking on, like looking on outside, like we did this, we went through all this already. So this is on y'all. Um, I for me, I'm not desensitized to. Like I actually, it actually saddens me when I I was at the store and I saw a a Kevlar backpack. Okay. <laughs> Um, I was like, we have come to where we have to bulletproof our kids' backpacks. This is a mess. And you know, like they have to they have to wear the backpacks in front of them so that they can be protected from from shooting and things like that. This is this America has has lost its nerve. Um we shouldn't we we if we can't protect our own youth, then what the what the fuck are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? That's the simplest thing. The our whole, like, the whole purpose for us is to survive, right? Like, if you're not going to protect the youth, who the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? And what are the fuck is you doing, America? Like, what are we doing if we're not going to protect our youth? You know what I'm saying? That's what our whole purpose is. Like, we have kids to prolong our, um, to prolong our, our values and our societal um, traditions. And we're allowing people to go into schools and shoot them, uh, and not provide any type of protection. And then we have these dumbass debates whether teachers should be allowed to carry guns. Do we? Do, how do we? How do we protect? This? Motherfucker, build a police force that is in charge of policing the fucking schools. Like that's what you do. That's their fucking job. That's what we're supposed to do. But oh, it costs too much. Costs too much motherfucking money to do that. Who? Why are we having a discussion about money? When we have people losing their lives, like this is this is the problem that the America has to America always has to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Like we just we we debate the wrong shit, and I'm sick of it. So agreed. I um yeah yeah um I'm not desensitized to it. I'm with you, Smitty. I think it's fucking just horrible especially the amount of young lives that have been lost to senseless gun violence in america um just over i mean I, I, like over the past i don't know 10 years i mean I, I know it's been longer than that but it just seemed like at least the past five it's just been rampant or 10 i, I would say 10 like just the mass shooting has just been rampant especially in schools and young lives have been lost and the fact that people, you know, we now went from having fire drills and tornado drills to active shooter drills in school. So I now have to have my child participate in a drill to save their lives of what happens when somebody come in their school and start shooting. Um, you know, we had an active shooter drill at work. 
Like, what the fuck are we doing in America? Like, we gotta have these drills. I, I what, have one as well. Do I have active shooter drills at work regularly? I mean, I think the sad part is that we got to, right? Like, I mean, yeah, we want to, so we don't know what to do and start preparing our body. So when that, if if that situation that happens, we know what to do and respond. But it's just the fact that you gotta have that kind of situation now is like, wow, you know, like it's kind of mind blowing. Like, I mean, and maybe it always should have been a training, right? Like this ain't the first time, and. I don't know if this is more the that the media. I don't know if this is just an increase of these things happening, or is it just an increase of the ability to see these things happen because of the technology we have, right? But I mean, it's just still mind blowing and all and like shocking to be like, oh, I have to have this active shooter training, even as being you know a gun owner myself and you know wanting to keep my amendment rights to have my firearm to protect my home or my person or my family. Um, it's still just really sad to see, you know, that we have to have these type of things and that these school shootings just just keep happening at the rampant, like the rampant loss of young life um, is crazy to me. Um, but to, to address a point that Smitty brought up earlier, we are on this on this uh, line right now are all over the age of 35. We grew up in the 90s. We grew up when walking down the street and getting wait, 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 back up, back up, back up. Some of us are just now 35. Not Happy birthday, Courtney Johnson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh yeah, I am. I'm I'm just Welcome turning 35. Club, brother. Well my knees hurt like it's been like I've been 35 for a while. So Yeah, every time it gets cold your knees hurt. Matter of fact my shit hurt, hurt right now. It's aching. But no, I'm just saying, like, we, we went through that. Like, we went, like, like I'm pretty sure you've heard a story or you knew somebody who started Jackie Gaston, who had Gaston, who got robbed for their gym shoes, um, school shootings. It, it was always some kind of inner city violence and gun violence. I myself didn't have to go through metal detectors, but I mean, I knew plenty of people that did. You know, I've had cousins and family members who did. I, um, I mean, the school shooting started right around the time, or like, the major thing right around the time we were like in high school or ending our high school careers with Columbine, right? Like we were all either at some point in high school, maybe we were like juniors or, fr- or sophomores in high school. But I remember going to school my freshman year um, and like they, we were on a field trip, but they canceled school because somebody threatened to blow the school up with a bomb. And it's just like, what the fuck? Or like, I mean, I had another, like I had kids walking around my school. Somebody, and had, a, like, somebody had an exam that day. Probably so, or he was just something happened. Like I think he has like some issue with a girl, but it, he threatened to blow the school up. So they like, hey, we got to cancel all this shit, shut everything down, right? Or like I, I like we used to, I, hey, we had this kid in our school. They used to walk through the school with black trench coats on, calling themselves the trench coat mafia. As if this, <laughs> this mass shooting wasn't some wild shit yet. And I'm gonna let y'all guess the races what that person was walking around with a trench coat on. I, you know, I'm not gonna say it. Let's be real, it was white people. <laughs> That's a 500 points to Brandon Hicks over there. Uh, but so, yeah, just to, you know, just to finish this out, like, yeah, I just think it's senses. And I, I think, what Smitty said, there's some, at some point, we need to just start arguing semantics over things and just really get down to the brass tacks of doing something to end this senseless violence of young life. Hey, so... I formulated more of what I want to say on this. 
I'm going to give a quick shout out to my brother, my second oldest brother, Eric Christopher Matthew Hicks. And uh, he started some shit this week on uh, abortion on his Facebook feed and got, I don't know, <laughs> I hope you shake your head because you've seen it. But uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Shout out to Eric. But I, I had to uh, cut him off my timeline a long time ago, man. <laughs> so, right. Because, so everyone has different issues that they hit on. So from the foremost, I want to say that I'm against homicide, I'm against suicide, I'm against genocide, I'm against uh, fratricide, uh, I don't know what how you would say killing your mama, maternicide or maternicide, uh, infanticide. But I'm against killing people, okay? Courtney, you spoke about being a gun owner. I have no problems about... Hang on, I just forgot. All right, Brunson, you spoke about being a gun owner because both of y'all motherfuckers got guns. Uh, I'm against people killing people. However, I have no problems with gun rights. Also, for the trench coat mafia-type people, I actually forgot where I was going to go with this, but... uh, it's wrong when they decide that the answer is, I'm so angry, I got to go out and kill people that did nothing to me. Uh, speaking to this, we're talking about whether or not people should have that strong a reaction to what other people have done. And the answer is no, okay? Uh, I don't care if you're angry or not. You shouldn't be so, you shouldn't feel so strongly that you feel as as though you need to take someone else's life. Because I think all lives are valuable. That starts with black lives because I'm a black man, but it doesn't end there with us. It should be everyone, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it should be. And I want you know, Smith. You got anything before I, I, I find a thought on that? Smith, you got any final thoughts? I don't. I ran it earlier. Okay. Well, I was just gonna say what you're gonna bring me into my next topic is uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, not to say that all lives don't matter. Just Black lives should be included in that all lives. And uh, speaking on to the Black lives, another topic that just you know, kind of just been in, not kind of, it's been in the news lately. Um, and that, you know, I just keep reading this article. And that is the fact that over 65,000 African American, excuse me, Pan African women in this country have gone missing for whatever reason. Um, Pan Africans. I'm not sure, you know, what, what's going on. And it's not being talked about in mass media, media as some other things. And I just don't understand why. So, um, and it's just sad to see that our Pan-African women are being taken advantage of and, um, and, and just, just pretty much being abandoned almost, so to speak, uh, with no recourse in regards to trying to figure out what's happening. Um, and this is on the highlights of just different stories. The most recent story came out where um, a young man who was going around killing sex workers um, and he stated that the reason he was doing so, and I, and I believe 
uh, from I can't remember the source where I read this from, but he just said I, I was doing it because I knew no one would care. Um, and that just it saddened me, especially being the father of two, you know, young African American women. And I just needed people to know I'm gonna walk scour the fucking earth and lay siege to everyone's land that something happened to my children. So like it's just it's just heartbreaking to see that these women are out here and whatever's taking place, especially with human trafficking and human trafficking is just it's just it's just running rampant these days. Um so Smitty, why don't you take us off on this uh last topic? So I think it's it's if you if I don't know if y'all watched that that, that but it was a series about like the the Atlanta child murders and um and how um nobody the police would not give it a time of day mm-hmm. um and it's this is kind of remind this is kind of reminiscent of that right where um people aren't don't they don't care about a a a, a I don't want to say a subgroup of a population but a population that may they have deemed less worthy right so if I deem you less worthy I don't care about you mm-hmm. in a simple fact and I'm not going to like as a as a police department or as a government I'm not going to devote devote any resources to that now if I happen to solve it in the course of doing something else, fine. But I, I need to solve other things, um, these other missing persons, uh, because we care about that population, right? Like you know, where when you don't when you don't care about a, a a group of people, it's easy to disregard them, and it's it's easy not to talk about them because nobody like them like. The media isn't doing their job, right? Their whole purpose is to to shine a light in a dark place, right? They're not doing that. When there's when there's darkness around you, and there and you got a you got a flashlight that's big as the media, they're not doing their job. Like this is to be on the forefront, you know. This stuff like this, this is the stuff that we need to hear about, but we're never going to hear about it on the news because it's a, it's, it's a population that's deemed unworthy. And you, you, what what population is this? I, I, this is this is like sex workers. Um, this uh, uh, probably not the the um, not the the successful black women. These are people who are who are trying to make you make ends meet. These are your probably your your um, your exotic dancers and people like that. That that this population by society has been deemed unworthy. Hey, so I want to interrupt you real quick, Smitty. Are you trying to say that you are not above those people because they're less educated than you or not? <laughs> this is not a laughing matter, man. So I'm not saying, no, I don't think I'm above anybody, right? I you don't um, think you're above anybody? I do not. Time out, time out, time out. So for anyone listening, uh, I don't know, I don't remember which episode it was, but Smitty almost explicitly stated that anyone that's not as educated as he is, he doesn't want to listen to. And this is something that we brought up on multiple podcasts. I've never said that. 
that like, was like you are, like, you are you are putting words said. in my mouth. I've never said that shit. I've oh. never said that. Hey, so never. We're gonna revisit that. I'm gonna go. I am going to personally go back and listen to exactly what I you think. Said. I think what I think what it is is I think that you have you you have now you've added something. This is how false news and false lies be spread about somebody. If this is the fake first news, episode somebody hears, that is that is not that is not what I said. So. If going forward, if you don't have the exactly what I said, don't bring the shit up again. I'm going to okay? go back Thank and you. listen. And um, I encourage so, anyone that's listening to go back and listen to exactly what you said. But I am personally going to go back and listen to what you said because the gist of what I thought you said was that anyone that was less educated than you, you didn't want to have to speak to or have to argue with because... They weren't as in. I never said that. You. I, I never I, said I'll go that. Back and listen. And then from finish there, your point, finish, finish your point. I don't even know my my point is because when you were talking, my, somebody's always uh, talking. Somebody's always interrupting him. Oh, he's upset because somebody interrupted him. Fuck your I'm not feelings, upset. Nigga. I'm upset because you bring you bring up. You, listen, I'm upset because you bringing the shit in and you don't even have the facts. So like Fuck don't don't slander nigga. don't slanderize my name if you don't have the facts. Okay, okay. I'm in the middle of a, I'm in the middle of a thought and you keep bringing it up. Like 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 every time nigga. somebody's talking, you want to cut them off. Like let them finish their fucking thought and then respond. Fuck Learn your some dreams, etiquette nigga. around here. Y'all done? Nah, but yeah. So yeah, I'm done. Oh, that's obvious. <laughs> We're just gonna have to go ahead and do this episode. <laughs> I'm sending y'all the fucking check. Anyway, so because I'm regards, black, y'all, and I'm in regards, black, y'all, in and I'm black, y'all. Uh, and, and you know, we're, this is not a, a light matter to take place, and, and not just the sex workers. It's just African American women all around the country have been uh, targeted and just been in human trafficking. Human trafficking is a serious thing. I, my personally, ha- uh, have worked human trafficking things and seen the damage and effect it has done to young African American females. I'm um, especially the mindset. Sucks. Yeah, it does. And then just to see that mindset of those who, you know, just have to go out on a day to day basis or constantly been brainwashed because either they've been threatened or their family members been threatened. It's just it's just sickening in that these women are being drugged, raped, and you know, and just uh and even murdered in some cases. It's, it's just a, a despicable thing. Um and so yeah, just you know, we got to do better, especially as a community. You know, definitely watch out for our you know sisters out there who, um, regardless of whatever their profession may be, are in danger and are constantly being targeted and attacked by whomever to be um, profit on and you know preyed upon by these monsters. I mean, that's simply as put, they're monsters. So, um. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just fucked up. So, um, 
we're going to move on to closing this out. I want to thank everybody for, you know, being on the call. Smitty, Brandon, thank y'all for, you know, being out here and listening and giving y'all viewpoints on these different things. Um, and also making me have to edit the fuck out of this episode. Fuck y'all both. Uh, yeah, baby. Shout out. Um, I want to thank our listeners. Yeah, 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 thank you. Go ahead. Um, and if you have anything you want to say or um, you want to reach out to us, um, fuck underscore your y o underscore feelings on all social media. Um, and um, do you ever go ahead and you say your, but just you spell yo. Because <laughs> you, you, you don't get that proper English on this motherfucker. <laughs> That's that Midwest. Well, you just want to say your R's because you're a fucking Midwesterner. Right. Say R's and shit. Um, but yeah, we're available on social media. Yeah, follow us on social media, please. You got any comments, uh, concerns, questions? You want to give it us? Got any topic ideas? Please send it through. Um, yeah, as always, fuck your feelings. One. <laughs>